0: Yo, what is up guys? Welcome to today's episode of the Live, Train, Perform podcast. I'm your host, Sean Coba. First of all, I would like to apologize for the uh, potentially poor audio quality. I'm actually on the road right now. Um, I'm leaving on a three week road trip around Thailand. Uh, So I'm driving up to Bangkok from Phuket over the next couple of days, about 12 hour drive. Uh, So I'm taking my time to drive Up to Bangkok I've got a rugby tournament this weekend Saturday Sunday and then from Monday I'm heading up north of Thailand no real plan uh, nothing booked Uh, I've got an idea of where I want to go what I want to do but I'm kind of just winging it so uh, it's hammering down with rain at the moment as I drive out of Phuket so uh, please bear with me with the audio quality Uh, Some of the episodes that I will be posting over the next couple weeks may be recorded in the car. So again, apologies in advance for uh, the potential audio quality. So what I wanna talk about today is my five minute fitness tips. And something that's come up for me numerous times over the years is that people always ask me how I maintain uh, or stay in good shape whilst I'm traveling. Now, the reason people ask this is typically because When I was in Australia, I would work for eight or nine months every year, and then I would travel for three or four months every year. And in those three to four months, I would travel and I would train. And I would take my little uh, gym bag, which had gymnastics rings, skipping rope, uh, lacrosse ball, and uh, resistance bands. So I could basically do whatever I wanted whilst I was traveling with just those pieces of equipment So, that's something that I want to talk about in this episode is that you don't need all of these, you know, machines and barbells and, you know, you don't need the perfect gym to be able to get some training in, okay? Training should be simple. Training is simply seeing what your body can do and moving, all right? And when you understand movement patterns, then the tool doesn't matter. So, let me give you an example of that. Um, If I look at a squat, okay, I can squat with a barbell in a back squat position, high bar, low bar. I can squat in a front squat position. I can squat in an overhead position, okay? Then I can squat with kettlebells, double front rack position. I can use a goblet position. I can squat with dumbbells. I can squat with just body weight. Okay, I can use bands and things like that to work on a squat pattern. Uh, A little bit difficult to explain in this episode. Okay, but what I could do with a band, uh, as an example, is I could place the band around or underneath both of my feet and then hook that over the top of my shoulders. And now I've just added a resistance band to my squat to make that a little bit more challenging. All right, so. A movement pattern is a movement pattern it doesn't really matter what the tools are so when you understand movement patterns then those tools can be altered those tools can be changed and you can use whatever tools available to you at the time to elicit the response that you want so you know a barbell is excellent for loading up and building strength all right can i still build strength without a barbell absolutely if i've got a kettlebell Okay, I might simply build a different type of strength. Now here's the thing, there's many, many different types of strength, so um, if I wanna build strength and I only have a kettlebell, then what I might do is move under control. I'm gonna come up into that goblet position, then I might lower over five seconds, maintaining tension, maintaining posture, control, alignment, etc. I might hit that bottom position and I might hang out there for five seconds All right, squeezing, driving my feet into the ground, gripping, screwing, engaging my hips, keeping everything firing, keeping everything active, and then I might take five seconds to come back up to that top position. All right, now, think about it like this. There's 15 seconds of time under tension, all right, and I can squat, I think my one rep max squat's like 190 or 195 kilos or something like that. Okay, so if I did squats the same way uh with a kettlebell as i did with a barbell then that's definitely not enough weight to elicit the response that i want however if i slow the reps down create that mind muscle connection create as much tension as i can by squeezing those muscles through the eccentric which is lowering those muscles lengthen i might pause in that bottom position grip screw engage everything as hard as i can holding that bottom position for five seconds there's an isometric Okay, and then I'm gonna come up nice and slow, over five seconds. That's my concentric contraction, which is muscles shortening, all right? Now, most people when they go to the gym, they just focus on muscle shortening, the concentric contraction or lifting of the weights, but they pay no attention to any isometrics where they're pausing in different positions and or eccentrics where you're lowering really slowly under control to Uh, keep those muscles engaged through the entire range of movement now when I look at the three muscle contractions the eccentric muscle contraction is probably one of the better muscle contractions to work through okay particularly if you're um, learning how to do a movement so let me give an example of this if I have someone who wants to work on their pull-ups okay if they can hold that top position but they can't pull from the bottom position Guess what i'm going to do i'm going to start them in that top position i might get a barbell and set that up at say chest height on a rack and i'm going to get them to go over grass grip under grass grip whatever they're comfortable with whatever's going to get the most muscles working through the back i'm going to get them to have their feet on the ground they're supporting themselves and they're going to squeeze the fuck out of their back pull their shoulders down and back engage all the muscles of the back okay then if they can take their feet off the ground then they do and they lower over 5 to 10 seconds. Okay. That's one rep. Then they simply stand back up, repeat the process. They're not pulling themselves back up. Okay. Cause what happens is most people try and pull themselves back up. And if they don't have the strength, then they just kip or they kick up, they use their legs, um, and they kind of kip into this position where they again have strength. Okay. Now, that's not a good way of training because all you're doing there is bypassing those weak points all right so using an eccentric contraction where we focus on squeezing as hard as we can in that top position muscle shorten and then slowly lower under control maintaining tension making sure both sides of the body are firing as hard as possible and as even as possible whilst you go through that full range of movement okay now I can also use isometrics where if Again, let's take a pull-up, okay? Most people are strong in the mid-range, mid okay, where our muscles are kind of in that mid-length. Now, that's typical for most people, uh, that facilitates the strength curve, but if, I, if people are struggling with coming out of that bottom position, now I'm gonna use an isometric, where I just get them to get into that bottom position, where they're in that full hang, and what they're going to do is, again, use the legs for support, and they're going to activate through the back, pull the shoulder blades down and back, engage all of those muscles in the back. The arms are going to stay straight, but I'm doing an active hang, okay? Now I might hold this for five, 10, 15, 20 seconds, whatever I'm capable of doing, all right? So I'm strengthening that bottom range, that bottom portion of the pull-up. If I'm struggling to get my chin over the bar, and my weakness is in the top part of the pull-up, then I'm gonna do exactly the same thing. I'm gonna you know, either have uh, my feet set up on a box, on a step, or I'm simply gonna set up a barbell on a rack or use a Smith machine, right, where my feet are still on the ground, but I can grab hold of the bar, I can have my chin over the bar, I can pull my shoulder blades down and back, fire all the muscles of the back, and then, uh, my feet are there to support, and I'm going to squeeze the fuck out of my back muscles in that position. Now, if I can, if you have the strength there, then you might slowly start taking a little bit of pressure out of the feet, so that your upper body does the majority of work. All right. So there's many, many different techniques that we can use to build strength, build muscle, build endurance, build power, speed, etc., etc. So um, whenever I travel, I slow the movements down. Okay, and. I focus on all of these muscular contractions. The concentric, muscles shorten. Eccentric, muscles lengthen. Isometric, muscles don't change length or shape. Okay, and this is an excellent technique for um, building all aspects of strength and connectivity and mind-muscle connection to basically every muscle in your body. That's it for me today, guys. Hopefully the audio quality is good. I'll listen back to this later on. Um, If it's rubbish, then uh, I apologize and I'll do my best to record in a better situation next time. Peace.